Welcome everybody to the K-Fave Court. My name is Zeke Sublet. I'm joined as always by... Brent Ramos. And Ben Elberg. What's up guys? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a good fun couple of days. Happy Memorial Day to everybody out there. Everyone else is probably drinking just as much. Yep. <laughs> yep. Hopefully. What are we drinking? We're drinking Sam Adams today? Randy's drinking Sprite? I got a Down East and Sam Adams. Oh, there you go. Double fisting. Double fisting. Yeah. Little cranberry cider and Sam Lager. Yeah. Winning combination. <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> Tried to have like the quietest opening. Instead, you just had a big snake hiss. <laughs> well, no. With the Down East, you gotta, you gotta shake them when you open. Yeah, because of the sediment, dude. You gotta open it slow so it doesn't explode. Don't you read? Doesn't run on top of the can. Um, we are here today to wrap up, or not wrap up, but we're going to recap. Recap. That's the other R uh, word I was thinking of. That's the word. We're gonna recap. Well, the what? Wrap up has a W. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you about say. That when he said it. That's where you say. Don't you read? <laughs> <laughs> and we circle back. All right. I'm an idiot. We are here to recap what we've been talking about in our RICO case for the NWO. It's been a long journey so far. And quite honestly, we just need a break because that last month of TV was awful. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Good. It was awful. Golly, Miss Molly. What a fucking month. So it's, It started off so enjoyable. Yeah. We had Regal and all that. Yeah, we had, you know, some amazing matches in between what was, you know, developing with the NWO, with the Outsiders coming in. Uh, hostile takeover. The hostile yeah. takeover. We also got to see uh, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, we got to, Rey Mysterio off. debuted. Um, oh God, great matches with Regal, which, again, I know you've said, but, you know, bears repeating because it's so fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and... So far, we still only have three members of the NWO. Currently, yeah. Currently. That would be Razor Ramon, Kevin Nash, and Hollywood Hulk Hogan. I got a quick question. Yo. Why'd you go with Razor and (laughs) Kevin Nash instead of Scott Hall and Kevin Nash? You're going to go with Scott Hall and Diesel. I was like, like, what's going on here? I'm going to be quite honest. I didn't realize he would. He is not Razor Ramon at this point. I mean, he's, <laughs> he still like kind of has the gimmick, but yeah. not. But it's there. But it isn't. Right. But it's there. You're you're absolutely right. <laughs> this again is just me. Like it's there's just so much. All 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 so much is happening, oh. and I just I didn't realize that he was not Razor Ramon at this point. But yeah. you're right. He is. Clearly not Razor Ramon. He but he is. is. He's, he's definitely a dad and daddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And how. And how. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, really great references that <laughs> most people didn't get at the time from Kevin Nash. For yeah, example. Like, great references like Mark Furman and Mein Kampf and Attica. Yeah. <laughs> The Attica one is my favorite. The Attica one was just <laughs> so, so well-placed. Recently, we found out there's puzzling diets in WCW of 
Yeah. Pot pie and Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We, we learned that we've been saying jalapenos the wrong way, I guess. <laughs> it. Apparently, it's piñas. Jalapenas. Jalapenas. Uh, we realized uh, that, you know, we saw some great black and white promos from The Outsiders featuring fanny packs. Guys, how, how does Teddy Long uh, like his tacos? Full of hala hala jalapenas. <laughs> <laughs> I was genuinely curious as to where you were going with uh-huh. this. <laughs> Dear I like that. Lord. That was really bad. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So there's been uh, three pay-per-views? Yep. Mm-hmm. The last one that we covered was Hog Wild. Uh, yeah. They've done Great American Bash, which I still feel like they promote consistently throughout the year, no matter what. Yep. Uh, Bash at the Beach. Yep. And then Hog, Hog Wild. Wild. Yeah. Which was the, the bash worst. At, the Bash at the Hogs. Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, Keep throwing bashes in there. Watch WCW for like... Nine years, and I just noticed. I was like, they have lots of bashes. They have a lot things. of bashes, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have the bashes, and then they have the clash of the champions. <laughs> it's yeah. it's getting really hard to know where you're at in, in, in time. WCW presents Franklin and Bash. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't name Halloween Havoc Monster Bash or something stupid like that. They have the Yeti. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Man. So what have we liked so far? Specifically with the NWO story. Okay. I like, I think the debut and the first month, all the way through the Great American Bash, and and all the way through to Bash at the Beach, Hogan's hot. turn is awesome. Like, yeah. It's really well done, paced really well. They really like came came hot right out the gates. But I think anything from there, there on to Hog Wild was just... They, they kind of stalled. Yeah, it was very... Yeah, it's... it's bland. I mean, it's uh, you know Hogan. Hogan is now a champion, but it's very much kind of like our current Universal Champion. It's kind of like, oh right, he's champion, right? Because nothing's happening with it. Uh, but yeah, I will say. I mean, I gave my little my little in the previous pods that I wish there was a little bit more fanfare leading into Hogan entering. But other than that, like his heel turn was amazing. Mm. Um, Again, the, the promos, the, the the black and white promos have been have been fun, you know. Where they're like they're getting and, longer. Yeah, like, like nine minutes almost. Yeah, but a lot of the stuff that I've liked is just it's mainly been the stuff that's happening around it, you know, it, the other matches and things like that, you know, like we just saw the yeah. Can I I just be honest real quick? Yeah, totally forgot that Hogan got the title. Yeah. Right. Hundred percent. It's it 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 happened. You and said it. it. Just... You said it, and I was like, my like the gears started working my brain. I just actually just looked at my notes. I was like, oh, yeah, I did write that. Forgot. The they ho- keep trying to. We remind got you. we got the NWO yeah. uh, big gold. I forgot about that. Yeah. They they they're trying to remind you that like oh uh, he you know defiled the championship by spray painting it da da da. But it's it's like oh that's right he did, and then you just immediately forget it. It's yeah, so he won in, it one in that really bad match where no one knew who they were supposed to cheer for. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's 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 unfor- I think at this point, I'm also getting really bored with Ric Flair. You know, and this is Ric Flair in his prime, and it's just this all this other shit happening around, and so many people coming into the WCW. I'm just like, oh, okay, Ric Flair. Whatever. I mean, he does like immediately get lost in all of this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've been watching. I think we're right around the time where I started watching WCW. Yeah. Um, and like I love Ric Flair, but I also don't 
like Ric Flair. Like, <laughs> it's a really weird, like, love-hate relationship that I have with Flair. Because you, you just forget about him once NWO comes into, like, full play. Well, I think this is yeah. when he, th- he says he started to lose his confidence a little bit. Well, yeah. It just gets worse and worse. I mean, I can, I believe that. I can see that. Yeah. And, but, I mean, it's... We haven't seen that many bad things outside of, like, Bubba and uh, Tenta. Like, that was truly, ter- like, Except terrible. Except when Tenta smashed him. Uh, sorry, Bubba smashed him in the fucking face with a roll of quarters. Yeah, yeah. but the, you, you could see he was holding the quarter <laughs> part. And then they just had, like, another sock in the other end. And then when he opens up his hand, he pushes the quarters down into the bottom. <laughs> but, like, he got some pretty good fucking hits on him. And you could hear it. The things that have always been, like, the biggest, what the fuck, moments have been from commentary, really. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Zabisco and Heenan, like, Heenan, I I still love him, but, like, it's weird now to watch wrestling back then with the commentary. And even, like, the Attitude Era stuff, we still, like, shit, they said so many fucked up things all the time. Well, like, I still, like, I knew about it from Heenan. Like, even, wa- like, watching when I was little, like, I caught on, like, oh, like, he's a smartass. But now, like, watching it with Zabisco now, holy shit. I it, never noticed that. His stuff is, like, more upsetting because he's so angry. About <laughs> what he says. It's, it's, there's a lot of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of disdain in his there's voice. There's a lot of hate. Conan better keep that title, otherwise he's going to have a hard time getting back in. I don't even know if he has a green card. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> the best part, you can hear, like. Just the way that you say that with Zabisco, his green card. It's the way he says yeah. it. You could totally picture fucking Zabisco like introducing Trump at a rally. Like, <laughs> just you could totally see him just like riling up the base. Uh, it's just, it's, it gets to a point where you're like, dude, you're disgusting. Yeah. I know you're trying. I know your color commentary, and a lot of people who listen to this might be like, fuck you, Zeke. Like, you don't get it. But no. <laughs> No, it's 2018, just, it's just gross, man. man. We don't like stuff like that anymore. It's just, he also, I don't think you should have liked it back then. He, just, <laughs> he just go, he does all cheap stuff. It's yeah. super cheap. It's it's like you're it's funny. He's like your drunk uncle, like at a barbecue. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. basically what it is. It really is. And I, I mean, we're just now three months in, getting to the point where they're not talking about matches that are outside the NWO as much. And it's all like, later on, NWO, later on, later on, next week. Yeah, this yeah. it's like NWO. in the middle of like, this is just an example. It's like fucking Hooventude versus Rey Mysterio, and they're just talking about the NWO. And that's a shame. It's, it's their sole focus. And that's a shame because there's actually some really, really good stuff happening. Like, like the cruiserweights. <laughs> like the cruiserweights, like Hooventude. Like just recently, Hooventude, gets, he gets brought up. And, we saw right, psychosis, too. We saw psychosis. Um, we haven't quite gotten to this point yet, but like we're just about to meet Chris Jericho, you know, weird babyface Chris Jericho. Yeah, weird bait, weird babyface Chris Jericho. Yeah, which still is great, but yeah. I can't wait till we get to conspiracy Jericho. Yeah, but that's, that's like cool. on the horizon, and there's right so when much he other turns good stuff. is awesome. Yeah, I love because like, he immediately just becomes so weird. <laughs> that's yeah. great. So that's that's been kind of the unfortunate part of it is that there's some really really good wrestling happening and it's there's not a whole lot of really interesting stuff happening with the nwo i know that it's like a slow burn type thing that yeah. they're trying to do um 
but just get the fuck on with it. <laughs> it but seems like, like the whole thing hit so hard that the whole company froze for a second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because like now, like it was like a really good dump. Like, when, when you, you think, don't know how to feel after, you know. <laughs> when you think about WCW, that's all you really remember is the NWO. Yeah. Nobody even talks about how good the wrestling actually was at that point in time until you get people like us who are actually going back and watching it. And then we un- we, we see it. Like it's something that I completely forgot about. It isn't it, they're at a weird mix though because they are having like the great cruiserweight matches and some of uh whoever Eddie's in the ring with. A lot <sighs> so of they, all the undercard stuff is pretty good. But then up the, the other half of the undercard is really awkward early 90s and late 80s style cuz they have so many of the older guys. So and they're still, like, pushing a lot of those guys at big spots. Like, why is that Baba Tenta thing on for nine weeks? Yeah, it's a very long time. And there, nothing in there was hot, or no one gave a shit about it. Why are the Nasty Boys on TV so often? Yeah. Bebop and Rocksteady, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, the tag, the tag division is very stale, I think. What, I, you're not down with Public Enemy? They're, they're getting a big push coming up. We're a couple months away from them getting, like, a, a real big push. But the, even like the whole thing with the Steiners is like they seem stale and yeah. Well, I mean, at the same time, you you can see Scott Steiner as a character and as a as a human being like evolving. Like it's yeah. starting to see what we you're starting to see what we now have for Scott Steiner. And there's been some good there's been some really good like pops with Scott Steiner. I mean, like just some of those really crazy ass Frankenstein's that he's yeah, they're like, incredible. Out, yeah, like, where he's spiking people. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's. It's cool, but I mean, you know, a couple of pops here and there in a two-hour show, again, unless you're, like, taking notes like we are, you're going to forget about it really quick. Yeah. You know? Um, Well, I think the most over people in the company are Sting and Macho Man. They get the biggest reactions every time. Yeah. And then what are they doing? I mean, Sting's out there a lot, but, like, Macho Man was... In the beginning of the NWO, like he wasn't really around that much. Yeah, he much. was kicked off TV because he kept attacking Flair over stuff with Elizabeth. And right. Yeah. He got he got wrangled into that Mongo and Kevin Green match. That's the other thing. Like with the four, like the four horsemen are like running wild right now, but not really. Like you got. Yeah, they got their balls get cut off immediately by the NWO. Yeah, you've got Ric Flair, who has always had the ability to be amazing. You've got Benoit, who is was. In the ring, in the ring, amazing. No. You've got, and then you've just got like Arn Anderson, who just is you know showing his age, and Mongo, who's meh. listen, he's showing his age, but he still has the best spine buster in the business. Sure, <laughs> that's never going away. Yeah, it's never going away. Yeah, the Mongo, that whole thing is weird, and they like also that they brought Kevin Green back for a random nitro like a month and a half after the Great American Bash. When they were at Disney, right? Yeah, and I'm not sure anything that I don't know if that gets paid off down the line. I don't remember at all. Yeah, like, I don't I'm, I'm going to training camp and after the season I'm looking for you, Mongo. It's like, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we still got to get there. So yeah. that one's on my radar is a real shit storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll definitely see. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a uh, I'm still very curious as to, you know, there's there's all these little, little, subtle little hints that kind of tell you, like, what's happening, like, with uh, um, uh, Bischoff and stuff like that. Like, is he in on it now? You know, Who's is the he... benefactor who's it... supplying the money? Right, mm. you know. Um, so wasn't, th- he, wasn't he the not bite 
not there the night that right, Hulk yeah. turned as well. Exactly. So I don't he remember if there. that even gets paid off on. Yeah, and that's what I'm like interested to see. Yeah, I, I really want to see all that yeah, kind of unfold again. I don't remember when that happens. I don't know if that's soon. It's so I remember the latter half of the NWO as a kid. Same. And then you know once the network dropped, you know going back just you know in a random you know time you know uh, wormhole of like oh let me go see what's going on with go back and look at some nitros and some pay per views. And I remember him being there and him, you know, um, being the voice of the NWO for a little while. Yeah. Um, I, I can't quite remember when it was. I don't think it's I don't think we're like full fledged there for making it like another year. But it's interesting. It, it takes a little while. Yeah. yeah. Just just from that those vague memories and then watching it as intently as we have been like, I'm wondering like, OK, oh, well, he wasn't there. That is weird. And they're making mention of that quite often. You know, so I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing it when that pays off and when the actual turn happens. Yeah, I have no recollection of how he does it. I, I don't either. It's one of the only NW ones I don't remember. Like I remember, like a Buff Bagwell one happens and all of those. I yeah, I don't actually. I don't remember any of it. So I, I think we're at the point now where we're just going to start seeing guys sitting in the crowd, and then you got to have to wonder which side of the whole thing they're coming yeah. on. Yeah, that was the same thing as the same time that Chris Jericho uh, starts to drop. Which I know we're getting a little bit ahead. We're gonna we're gonna talk deep, but yeah, we're at that point now where people are sitting in the crowd because at the same time that Chris Jericho debuts, the Million Dollar Man is sitting in the crowd, and he does his famous, you know, holds up the four, and then or hold, he holds up the three, and then tomorrow four, and they're like, is he joining the Four Horsemen or is he joining the <laughs> NWO? Yeah. <laughs> so we're like right there for that, and I don't I don't know. You guys probably know better than me. Is the Million Dollar Man the next? person to enter he ends up being the benefactor paying for all of the NWO. Yeah. yeah okay so that's spoiler alert spoiler alert but he, he never he doesn't he's retired from in ring he's just there to be like a manager right okay well spoiler alert that's what you have to I, look forward to i forgot he had anything to do with that it's a really I, short run until you st- until zeke brought it up i, I think before forgot. the end of this year he gets kicked out huh so there's some there's there's i feel like we had to sit through a lot but it seems like it's starting to get kind of interesting. I'm not gonna lie, like I went into this like super excited. Like you know, I was really excited about this, but like I was that third month, your excitement that because... third month really drained me. Yeah, <laughs> I've behind the scenes a little behind the scenes factors. I've asked these gentlemen on numerous occasions, "What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is bad." We're playing the long con on this one, and you know, for those of you who are sticking with us. We appreciate you. We've got a couple of side cases coming up that we're going to do, but I do think that the payoff is, is going to actually happen. I think that we're going to start to get into some real good, meaty, juicy Oh, I know how potting. crazy 1997 gets. Yeah. There's a lot of main events. Yeah, we're still in 96 right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, late 96, but we're still there. But you know what, boys? That's how justice is. <laughs> no one ever said justice was going to be fun and exciting. Not always like it's work, Zeke. It's work. It's work. You got to put in the work. It's just I, I think it'll be a lot easier to watch once some of the undercard stuff picks up a little because they, they definitely stalled out and they're they're kind of repositioning themselves for the way they want to go. And I think just the location of them being at the entrance of Disney World was weird, like because that crowd was dead, so none of those matches felt important at all either. It's the same with Hogwild. Yeah, the crowd was literally just there yeah 
It's like that the Hogwild one was baffling. Like, I Ooh. I understand it's like yeah, it's good exposure and stuff, but it, but it was, is it? It, was, it also wasn't a good show. You had too many people with too much exposure. Yeah, literally, <laughs> they've been in the sun for the, far too long. The Hogwild crowd is exactly how. To this day, people imagine wrestling fans, and that's really not the case. Yeah. Uh, no, I will say that is the majority of the casuals who just watched on TV and don't but, go but and who that, are active. But that is, that is who makes the actual. People. But the actual fan base are just fucking people like us who work fucking normal jobs, who enjoy other shit, and don't just fucking get trashed on Natty and fucking watch wrestling. No, <laughs> not that there's the anything wrong with that. No, there isn't. No, no, no. <laughs> I think... I think we drink better beers, but the, still. The true. Smarks and Insidery Wrestling fans are not the majority. They're they're a very loud minority. Okay. All right. That's why it. that is the average wrestling fan. The casual ones who watch on TV with their kids and stuff, who don't go, who don't know anything about like dirt sheets and stuff, that is yeah. the vast majority. But I feel like Hogwild, it, it, it's, Hogwild is one of those things, I think, there was just... It, the, it was the wrong venue because there's just too much shit going on. Uh-huh. There's just too much shit going on. Like, pick the venue that, like, sure, it made sense to your point, point, Randy, that it this these are our people. But it's at, you know, arguably the biggest motorcycle rally in the country. And you've got people who have just been outside in the middle of the fucking Black Hills for three days just you know they're they're deaf now because you know they've been listening to motorcycles for three days and now they're out in front of a rest it's just it's probably johnny rebel songs yeah it just didn't it was for that it was the wrong venue because there's just too much shit going on these people literally have naked chicks walking by them all the time on motorcycles and the coolest looking bikes you've ever seen in your life and all this awesome stuff there's there's all these activities and Things that don't have anything to do with wrestling. And now they're going to go sit and watch a two-hour pay-per-view, which they might have done on any other weekend, but this is Sturgis, and they're just distracted. Hmm. They, they're just distracted. But I don't think they were – they weren't, like, really keeping up with the product. I mean, it was a free show, so I went, and I think they saw Hulk Hogan was going to be there. But then the fact that they cheered him, because you could tell they weren't keeping up to date on everything, so they cheered the heel when he came out, mm. and it kind of throws off your whole story, and they had to work the match really weird. So, like, they didn't know who anyone was, really. It, it kind of hurt their story. And the same thing with the MGM crowd before that. I think it, it threw everything off, because it's not presenting a clear enough voice of what the story is. Yeah. I agree with that. But I mean, I think the next year it is a better Hogwild because they—that's when WCW is hot and they start to be like the number one. How many years did they do Hogwild for? There's only three of them, I think. They, it changes to Road Wild, and they're always at Sturgis. Yeah, it changes to Road Wild, and that's Jay Leno's in the main event of the '98 one. Oh, I forgot about that. Is Jay Leno in the Hall of Fame yet? No, he never did anything with the WWF. Oh. Is there anybody in the Hall of Fame that hasn't had anything to do with WWF, just WCW? Not celebrities. Okay. I mean, like, Zabisco, I think the only time he was in the WWF was, like, before 83. Yeah. And he still went in it. But that's more as, like, you know, like a lifetime contributor thing. Yeah, no, I gotcha. I would revoke his card, his ring. 
And he has a he has racist. a really good match that we'll see in a long time with Eric Bischoff. That's very funny. Really. So what you're saying is, Randy, that uh, uh, David Arquette will not go into the Hall of Fame as a celebrity inductee. He might, because he's always in the crowd and stuff. He he was really funny. I think it was like a SmackDown in 2004. He was in the crowd and they panned him and he was holding a sign that says "Former WCW." <laughs> <laughs> and you never see celebrities holding up signs. That's very funny. Oh man! But he should go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think yeah. He's greatest WCW champ ever. I think he's gonna be an All In. <laughs> Oh, no shit, huh? Yeah. Is he really? That's funny. You know, we still have the chance to go to that. I'm actually eyeballing going to the G1 special. Well, gentlemen, it's, 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 here's how it's going to be. And I'm speaking because this is the conversation that, uh, that April's going to have with me. You can either go to Chicago for this all-in thing, or you can go to WrestleMania in New Jersey. Not too far from where we live here in New Hampshire. Why don't we do both? I I agree with you. All in, we could just drive to Chicago. No, we couldn't. No. We could. No, no, no oh fucking God. way. It's like nineteen hours. That's not bad. No fucking way. Between three of us, that's not you'd bad. You'd have to take two days off to travel. That's, no, that's cool. We're no, good. no fucking way. Fine, let's just go to Mania. <laughs> I drive to Mania totally because that's six hours, if that. Yeah, it's only Jersey. Yeah, it's no, Jersey, I get that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you pass by the state. I mean, from where we're coming from, like we're gonna we're gonna pass by that stadium before we even before you'd even get to New York City proper, you know. Yeah. So anyway, we're getting sidetracked a little bit here, but Very. it's okay. We're not necessarily because we're talking about wrestling. We're talking about wrestling. Um, for once, we're sharing. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, like Zeke in a swinger fucking neighbor stories. <laughs> this is a wrestling podcast that's like forty percent wrestling. <laughs> if you've been following this podcast. And you're still holding out that we're going to stay true to only wrestling the entire time. You're not paying attention. Shout out to Miko. <laughs> hey, Miko. Um, so, yeah. So, the NWO. Uh, that's my analysis of it so far. It really it starts hot and it's, it stalls yeah. pretty hard. Um, I'm, it's, I do think the rest of 1906 is going to suck. I, I don't remember anything really great happening. But we have Jericho. Almost over, though. We're, we have Hooventude yeah. now. We have Jericho. Yeah, that stuff's going to make it easier, but I don't I don't think anything else NWO wise really yeah. good for a while. No. As far as wrestling goes, I mean, we're we're striking gold right Actually, now. Actually, I think we're probably pretty close. I think it'll be like within the next 3 episodes to we'll see they get the Dungeon of Doom back together and uh they film the, the vignette on the set of Batman and Robin. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, With I'm all, I'm all about that. And shit. All about that. I recently went back um, and watched Batman and Robin just to see if it was really as bad as people say it is and, and, and remember it to be. And I got to tell you guys, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, uh, the guy who played Bane in that, uh, his name was uh, Jeep Swanson, was a wrestler. I think I read that. He's isn't no like, and he's no longer with us. Yeah. Isn't like the be- like the better incarnation of Bane that they did though? Uh, it's like more holds true to the comics more at least. Holds true to the comics, yeah. But like only well, the on aesthetics. Comics, yeah. Only on the aesthetics because character-wise, he was nothing more than he, he literally was a fucking chauffeur in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which Rad. in the comic he was not 
that you know, him driving that car with yeah. the big fucking rain jacket on is hilarious. Yeah. It's it's it that yeah. that part right there just did that character. This is this is the sidetrack that yep. you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it was bound to happen. Yep. Um, we're still talking about a wrestler though, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Um. So I, I, I'm excited for some of the the, the matches to come. Um, not really anything with uh, the NWO. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just questioning, like, as I'm watching the tag team division, it's like, oh, there's some really great tag teams out there. There's some really bad ones that are getting a lot of camera time. But it's like, why haven't the why haven't the outsiders, like, made, like, that huge... And I guess they're starting to. They're starting to get more involved in the tag division. But, like, mm. a little bit. But nothing that, like, I was expecting them to, like, as soon as Hogan got the title... The outsiders are going to make a huge run to Harlem Heat for those titles, but we're still having Harlem Heat and the Nasty Boys. Yeah. Again, Nasty Boys have really grown on me though. When I first saw them, I was like, "There's no way," but after a couple matches, I was like, "All right." That Bash at the Beach match was hilarious. <laughs> it was, was pretty so great. Awesome. It would have been so much better if it wasn't split screen the entire time. Yeah. yeah. But it was a great match. Like I, I agree with you. Like. The nasty boys. They really grew on their me. Their gimmick it's is like stupid. It's, it's so stupid. But that's the that only way you can match. use them effectively. You gotta, you gotta have props involved. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have props involved. That was some of the greatest commentary. Oh man. Didn't I ask you to like speed up that video and then just put the Benny Hill song on it? Yeah. And, and I was asking you like, I don't have a computer that can do that. <laughs> it's illegal to walk your dog on the beach in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that match! I might actually go back and watch that match again. It's so ridiculous. It is really, one of my favorite fun. matches for Bachelor of the Beach. It's fun. It's, it's a fun match. I mean, if the Nasty Boys just keep coming out and throw shit around the ring and stuff, it'll be, <laughs> you know. Also, the the botched table spot was really good too. Yeah. He could like the chain wouldn't stop like being on the table. He's like getting fucking pissed. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, and, and the, that was that that was honestly the only thing that I didn't like about that match was that it was just like I my head hurts from watching the split screen the entire time. Like it's fine for a second, but like yeah. when you're doing like the entire match like that, it's like oh my god! Like get some better fucking producers. Yeah. WCW. You should have you should have gone back and like watched the match twice and just paid attention to one screen. I know, but who's got the time? You. It's, there's just like that's true. That's, the, that's technically why the I'm whole here. idea of that though, and then they just have uh, not, like half the screen is just. Digital water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't we start getting, uh, like, is it Bash of the Beach where they actually, like, have a moat around the ring? No, that's, there's some nitros when spring that, break. Yeah, spring break. That's they, what it they is. They do the, the lake. That they, shit was on awesome. Pool at, like, Club Vila or something like that. And they fucking build a ring on top of the pool. Yeah, and that's yeah. when uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall come out drunk, and then uh, Kevin Nash does a cannonball to get away from the giant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, I can't wait. Yeah. Spring break is awesome. <laughs> so we'll have to pay attention to the crowd there. Yeah. Because that's again, that kind of goes back to my main point. Like I think, you know, when you have these random crowds. When you have these random crowds, you know. I, I agree with you though. I think that the crowds have played a huge part in making it feel awkward. Yeah. Making it I'm feel like, awkward and making yeah. it or like, you know, when the crowd's really hot and it's good. Like even if it's kind of some shit matches and there's some stale gimmicks going on like if the crowd's really into it like it's it's good but the closest thing that even wwe does that does that now is uh what tribute to the troops i think that's the closest thing they'll do yeah well yeah you could argue the fucking uh going to saudi arabia (laughs) how interested was that but yeah but no no no. that was that was like literally the prince 
asking them to do this. I don't know though. The the, the crowd was pretty uh pretty hot there. Did you see the fight almost broken? It broke out between the like the, I think it was like part they were part of the, like the royal family. There was a fight that broke out in the or almost broke out yeah, in the yeah. crowd. We haven't talked about that. We haven't talked about yeah, the. Uh, I didn't watch it. I couldn't be bothered. I loved it. The Royal Rumble was the best part about it. All the other matches were stale. Yeah, the craziest part of that yeah. is uh, Titus O'Neil. <laughs> that was the best. Oh my god! And I remember, I remember our, our group chat like blew up about that. It was amazing, <laughs> and I hated his 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 interview after. It was like, dude, shut the fuck up, Titus O'Neil. Like, just shut the fuck up. My favorite part about that was Corey uh, Corey Gray's reaction. You could yeah. hear he was crying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Randy uh Randy had me watch Corey Graves' reaction to his reaction <laughs> while it happened. And even like as he was watching it again, he almost started crying again because of how funny he found it. So yeah. it's good stuff. Yeah. He'll win a <laughs> he'll win a slammy for that. <laughs> oh yes, I hope so. I Did forgot. they do those last year? Uh no. That, that's right. They didn't. They do the skipped slammies. it. Yeah, they skipped they it. The and I was fucking pissed because yeah. I look forward to it every year. Yeah, they'd rather. Uh, it's the better of the random shows they have during they, a Raw. Yeah, they'd rather. Do it used a, to be its own thing on a Saturday night in a convention ballroom with everyone drunk. But the '96 and '97 ones. Were awesome. I've, I've definitely, I've, within the last like two years, I said they should hold it on like a Saturday or Sunday the night before Raw or or whatnot. It'd be a good fucking night. I have a question for you guys. I actually thought of this. Um, it's not pertaining to NWO at all, but do you think that the Hall of Fame should still be WrestleMania weekend? Mm. I, I don't, and I'll tell you why. I think I think it works. The Friday before, like they did this year, was okay. I think they should do it. First of all, I think they should actually have a they and they have the money, an, an actual building, an actual building. Well, they're they're going to. Are they? Yeah, because they 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 have like warehouses full of all the old WrestleMania rings and all the. Yeah, they, they literally have a warehouse stuff full. Of I mean, yeah, I know they've got all the they've got all the stuff. They and it would all it would take was just finding a facility. I just I haven't heard anything that they're like. It's probably going to be it. down by the Performance Center, I bet you, in Florida. Oh really? I thought it would be like closer to like W, like like in Connecticut, in Connecticut like yeah. near the uh, actual. I mean, they basically have WWE North and South now. Like Florida doesn't need it, but in Connecticut, there's mm. nothing fun in Connecticut. Except headquarters, which you can't tour, so yeah, you can't tour the headquarters. So. Um, I think it should be like its own separate thing, like where, because the thing is, like, by the time Gold, now I will say the the Hall of Fame show is crazy, crazy long, way too long. Uh, but like by the time, you know, all said and done, like everyone's gone. Like there's you can't. No one, none of the, none of the, uh, the um, the athletes stay that long because. They've got other shit that they've got to do. They've got to leave and go do press. And there's all these other million things. Like, do it on a weekend where, like, it's a light schedule. Do it, like, in the middle of the week even, you know, where they can, like, be rested and they can have some – and they can really have some fun with it. No one looks like they're having that much fun at so, the Hall of Fame. The problem with that is – Except for the people that are getting inducted. They've got Raw on Monday. They've got SmackDown on Tuesday. Friday. and then the It'll be on Friday this year. Well, no, 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 that's 2019. So we what still is? have until next October. Oh, okay. Smackdown. It's going back to Friday? It's going to Fox Sports. Really? No, it's going to Fox. I thought it was going to be on Fox Sports 1. No, it's going to be on Fox. No, shit. Really? Oh, Friday nights. Yeah, broadcast. Fox. They got yeah. a billion dollars. 
Wow. Yeah, the WWE stock. Went up, stock. The stock went up like it was at twenty four to fifty four. Yeah, they're at like fifty or so dollars. Mm. Fucking Vince crazy. McMahon's back now, up over a billion. He's worth four billion dollars. Yeah. So yeah, but like so as wow. of right now, they've got Raw Monday, SmackDown Tuesday, and then just like producers and shit, they have NXT on Wednesday. So like their week is already fucking stacked. So don't put them on the weekends. That's what I'm saying. Do it in the middle of the week. But that's like an off night for them because most of the guys who work behind the scenes are just hanging out in the crowd. Mm. It's a low-level production show. And I they, they try to se- they sell that as if you go to a WrestleMania and you get like the full package, you get the takeover tickets, you get that ticket. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So like you get access and shit. So, But it's stale. But it's so their moneymaker for them. The they don't give a shit if people are, the are Hall not well the Hall of Fame an actual moneymaker though? They sell tickets, and it's not paper and shit, so, and it's probably possible more to go to that than it does a Raw. I guess. I don't know. I just feel like there's there's opportunity for some really great stuff. I mean, I understand what you're saying. I get it. Yeah. But from, from a standpoint, from a business standpoint, like, they're going to go where money is, and if they can sell way more package tickets than they can of trying to get people to go to Hall of Fame a week later or earlier... They're gonna they're gonna do the package. But plus, like we were just saying with the NW and WCW stuff, that's when they have their most hardcore captive audience. So they would be actually interested in those stories. I guess I'm just saying, like, so I look at like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and how that goes. They have it live. Uh-huh. You can buy tickets to go to it. It's a whole big thing, but it doesn't air until two weeks later, because they edit it. They edit it down. Yeah. They trim the fat. There's so much fat. It's so bloated and stale and boring. So that way, when you actually go and tune in and you can actually see the Hall of Fame, it's nice. It's a nice, clean package. And it's more fun and enjoyable than what you get now, which is just this super long-winded, drawn-out, okay. blah, blah, See, I get blah. that, and, and I respect and, that. And by the time the main guy is on the crowd, I'm sorry, by the time the main guy is up to the mic, you still have a full audience, unlike the last two years, where by the time the headliner came up, you look out and, like, no one's fucking there anymore, and no one's responding to him at all. Goldberg, A, he didn't really have that much to say. Yes, I get that, but <laughs> it was still, it didn't help that there was no one in the audience. Did you see Mr. T's speech a couple years ago for Mania 30? Yeah. Would you rather have them cut down that speech about his mama, or would you rather prefer to see that dumpster fire? They... <laughs> I'm not saying that they, like, have to... If there's something that's good, they're but obviously like, not going to cut it. But Mr. T's was not good, but I'm glad I got to see that. <laughs> that's they... Once I you, like being once able you make to see the network that. To get people to watch, you have to constantly make content, and that's four hours, right there, where you could see, for people paying for it, like old heroes and stuff talk. And you could still have that. I'm just saying, you could you could produce it. But the, the, it also it's, it's how they can fudge their numbers. That now, when they go for ten dollars a month, you get this many hours of original shit. That's four hours. They don't have to do anything. Set up one cam, like two cameras that are hard on the guy standing at the podium, and they do crowd shot every once in a while. Yeah, so they can say like, for ten dollars a month, uh, you get the pay per views, and then whatever they say, like forty five original exclusive hours of content. Yeah, I tell you what, get at us. Let us know what you think. <laughs> yeah, actually, I am pretty curious as to how people think about that. If you 
agree with me, which I'm betting most people don't, let us know. <laughs> let me know. Make me feel good about myself. And if you disagree, I just skip around. That's the thing. Like if you're if you if you're like if you've got something that everyone's already skipping around for, like just make it clean cut. Uh, that's just me. Let us know Sorry. what you think. Yeah. Um. Uh, I do want to point out that uh, when we did our hot take for Mania, uh, Randy was very concerned about Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, let's um, take this opportunity to check in with Randy on they, how he feels about Shinsuke. Yeah, have you been watching? Are you paying attention? I'm keeping up with it. I'm not watching because I find their product horrific. <laughs> but they're they're still not getting it. But However, they did stop him with the I don't speak English shit. No, he just did it last week again. Did he? I yeah, don't recall. Yeah. He just did it again. He's using it, but he is using it. So he's getting his it to, advantage. Yeah, to get away from conversation. Yeah. It's not solely like, oh, let's just make him be this. You know, How'd you guys feel about uh, the ending? The, 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 the draw to him in style. I loved the spot when it happened, and then when I saw how fast the ref was counting, I went, oh no. <laughs> They're but doing it. I, this, I'm still. It's not as overt as I thought it was going to be, but what did they do to get this guy over as a heel? He says he doesn't speak English. He's sneaking up behind people and hitting him in the balls, and they put Asian or Japanese lyrics in his song. Yeah. However, the sneaking up behind people and punching him in the balls, as an almost 30-year-old man, that's very funny. <laughs> yeah. But to me, it's, that's... The way he's being booked now and the old school dumb shit they're still doing to try and get this guy over as a heel and also why they're going to take Rusev and make him a heel again and not have Rusev day. Because they're like, well, I'd... it's almost like they don't want anyone cheering for someone not American or Canadian. Or Roman Reigns. It's ridiculous. So yeah. I, do, I don't like, I, I, as soon as they put the, the Japanese in his song, it's like, they're literally trying to get you not to like this guy because it's well, Japanese. Like, I'm not even trying to start, like, a fuck Roman train or, like, hop aboard one. Because, like, I, I, as a performer, I actually like Roman that Reigns. already at full speed, man. No, no, I actually, I, I like Roman Reigns. He's, he's terrific in the ring. No, he's not. He does. He's, in the last year, he's degraded to doing five Superman punches. <laughs> when I say terrific, <laughs> I say he's, ent- I mean, he's entertaining. Uh, I've never enjoyed any match. The thing that. is, is that whenever somebody gets even remotely... Moreover, than they want Roman Reigns to be, they fucking put the brakes on it immediately. Rusev, with Rusev Day, they, they are talking with him being a heel. New Day is, is picking up steam again. They want to split them up and put Biggie in singles. Biggie should be in singles, but part as the New Day. I actually have a question. I Because I, I didn't catch all of uh, SmackDown this, this past week. Mm-hmm. Do we know who's... Which one? One of the new days? Nope. Money in Money in the they Bank have not said. Okay. Just uh, I'm actually, I'm actually excited for Money in the Bank. I think. I'm I always. Think it's, it's my favorite. I'm I, always excited for that. I'm really excited for it. I'm loving Braun Strowman, and if if what you're saying is you know uh, made to be true, Randy, I'm very scared for what they do with Braun Strowman. Like, they're, they're already cutting his balls off. Uh, comedy stuff. Mm. I mean, they're making him an actual like. Face, which is yeah i mean he, he was, needs to be a tweener i thought he was great in that match with finn but i was a, i was left a little confused at the end when he like just kind of props him up 
on the on the buckle and then walks out. I was a little confused by like what that was. Meant, like, yeah. Meant. Um it was a great match though from start to finish. I thought it, it was, really awesome. was good. I thought it was fucking awesome. But like I mean Um and it and it's good for Finn. Like, kinda he yeah, humanized Strowman though. It did, and that's where I'm kind of like But they're if they Whoa. make him funny guy, they there's a limit to where they push guys who are funny, and it's the Intercontinental Belt and no higher. Mm. Yeah, uh, I think um, you know I, I think the Miz has just continued to be amazing um, in the last like year. Like just he's gonna just, get a title run. I think so too. I think so too. I don't think he's gonna get the money in the bank, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did. Who do you uh, who do you guys have for uh, money in the bank? Um, Braun. Yeah, all this stuff that that from NWO, like, I mean, there could have been hours and hours and hours of wrestling. There was hours and hours and hours of wrestling that I watched, just what was retained, you know. When I was growing up, guys, I didn't think I was going to be a part of a wrestling podcast, so stuff didn't... I mean, to be fair. Stuff didn't stick with me. (laughs) They didn't exist. (laughs) Anyway. But now that it does, here you are. I have to remember. I have to actually take notes. I feel like I'm back in high school. Now that it does, it's... There's many ways for you guys to talk to us, like on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes. All at Kayfabe Court. All at Kayfabe Court. All at Kayfabe Court. Which we have a much more active Facebook audience. (laughs) Yeah. Twitter, like, it's like more random people. Facebook, we've been getting quite a bit of the same people, which is also, I mean, very cool. But tell your friends, honestly. Like, we love, we love interacting with people, so. Get us in that, uh, get us in that search history that they're monitoring, you know, on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. And also slide into our DMs on uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Slide in gently to our DMs. Raw dog that shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what it is. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Get, Get at us! us. Lurch. Oh. And Adam's family. It's the same actor. Like, I have dreams that, like, that creepy little dude's, like, gnawing on my toes. <laughs> it's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs>